Good evening, Namaskar. My name is Ashish Vidyarthi and uh, welcome. Today I'm, uh, I'm having my dear friend Emmanuel David, um, happens to be my mentor, the person because of whom I could and I have seen a new reality for myself. And today we are going to have a conversation over a kappa. Long time no Yes, it's been a long time. Thanks to the lockdown. Yeah. But actually, you know, we've, we've spoken a lot to each other after March 22nd. Uh, practically at least twice, twice a week. Yeah. Earlier, it was difficult to get to you, talk to you or for you to get to me. Yeah. How important is it for you to meet, meet friends? Meet friends? Meet friends. Meet friends. You know, Ashish, yeah, I think it's always important. It kind of, uh, you know, rejuvenates the friendship. It reinforces the relationship. But the wonderful thing is, I've noticed in the last three months, uh, the friendships we've had uh, are the ones who are coming back with a lot of goodwill. It's mm -hmm. kind of amazing. One phone call and then, you know, something happens. We can collaborate for, uh, for, for the good of others. You know, that's, that's the interesting thing. It's just amazing. Uh, you know, the friends we met before, the friendships we created are all, you know, useful now and we, we can actually do wonderful things together. So, I mean, I mean, I'm just wondering one thing, okay? I mean, this is something which it crosses my mind a lot many times. I've thoroughly enjoyed friendships through my life. From school days, college, thereafter, uh, in Delhi we used to have this thing of those and then there used to be something called "Who's your best friend?" Oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and I remember long before the best friend concept came up. You know, we didn't even call them friends. We used to just, you know, my, my friend Arun, uh, who's in Pune and you met. He used to be across, you know, in our house. And I used to just land up at his place in, in the afternoons. And then Ma used to look around, where are you? I'm Arun's place. And, you know, like shouting out and then I would hear my voice and come back. Yeah. So friendship was no pressure, no? Friendship was just like you wanted to be with someone. I don't even know whether you called it, he's my friend. But later on, that best friend thing came in. Yeah. So, what, what is your earliest... What is interesting about friendship for you, I mean, right from your... You know, that... I'm not talking of this period, I'm just talking... Just friends. See, it takes back, you know. We moved from Hyderabad to... We moved from Kenai to Hyderabad. Uh, I must have been about 12 years or something like that. And I get into class seven, and uh, new class, and and seventh standard is not a good time actually to make new friends because when you are the first, you have friends. And here's this person, uh, almost first day, and he looks at me and he gives me one of those uh, toffees, the ravel gown toffees, you know. Ravel gown. <laughs> yeah. I, I will very interesting about Rahul Gaon. Okay, you finish. I'll tell you something very interesting. Okay, yeah, yeah, go on. Interesting. Rahul Gaon. Okay. your friend. And even today, Sivakumar Rajendran, that's we are in touch. And he was with me. He came for my wedding, you know, all the way to Shillong. Uh, you know, we kept in touch. 
Now, so he's been there for us. We've been there for him, and he's become a friend to my brothers. So, yeah, that's my friend. There's another friend. Huh? Interesting. So I'll I'll tell you something very interesting about Ravel now. Again, then. Okay. So we used to live in Karol Bagh. You know, there okay, was yeah. a lane, a lane, Karol Bagh in Delhi, and there used to be a lane called uh, Joshi Lane, where you we we had the Joshi Hospital. Right. And at the end, the other end of the lane, there used to be the JD Titler School. Right. 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 So in our building, which was, uh, you know, we were. we are on rent there it was called the panna devi jain house okay, it was a jain house and in the on the ground floor vora uncle used to live and vora uncle had he was he was the first businessman that i had ever met and he was a stockist of ravelgaon toffees okay <laughs> so you brought me to ravelgaon you know i was yeah So you had quite quite of them as well, some of them as well. I I I don't quite recall whether you know I used to get many of them, but but something that you said you know while I kind of was talking about Rahul Gaon about sharing friendships, as you said that the friend of yours who gave you the Rahul Gaon toffee and became a friend of your, isn't it amazing to share friendships? I think he's a friend for life, you know, we are in touch. Uh, even now, uh, yeah. so next week is his birthday, so I'll greet him. So we never fail to greet each other. And, and then what, our friends. What, what about what about sharing friendships? I love to share friends. You know, I I make a friend, and very soon a lot of my other friends already know about that friend, and very soon they meet and they kind of become friends on their own. I think I think that's something uh, interesting. Uh, you can uh, uh, see, you know. I see that as an expanding circle, as an expanding spiral, right? And uh, and it's just that people having a common values, culture, come together, mm. and then magic happens afterwards, right? Magic and happens. They yeah, they don't do, and we don't do it because uh, we want to do something. It's just being there. Right, like I recollect uh, you, me, and Raja meeting. Yes. Yeah. This was at the Lila with Lila, the organizer. Lila. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Or, or even take uh, you, me, and Vasu meeting. Yeah. Right. I was, uh, I was speaking to Vasu yesterday. Vasu yeah? and I had a. I'll share. I'll share such a beautiful dream that he shared with me. Yeah. And then you were there at his home. You know, when he was sick, you you were there. You took Ravi also. Uh, you know, so there's a whole expanding thing. Or Raja and you and his wife. You all went to meet the Dalai Lama. Ravi, so, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's also. You know, and then you introduced me to Dr. Ashish Kanijo. Yeah, yeah, yes. So you know what I find interesting is that when when you can share friendships, there are aspects of people which may have gone missing to you. They show up with other friends. Yes. You know, I have seen that. Just the act for me, it is a revelation. you know and and i feel i feel amazing when friends make individual friendships and then they share anecdotes and when we come back they feel so in fact at times i mean in fact at times i have felt that many of my friends i may not be able to be in touch with regularly but when i have when we are a band of friends then even though i may not be you know there somebody tells me oh hey listen do you know how that person is so you know you you more aware so it's it's like an ecosystem of friendships that gets created and for um you know for so so another thing you know like when i store store numbers so i <laughs> i think i told this to you so whenever i store a number it has a story 
so vasu for me is vasu emmanuel you know it, it has to be it has to have that story that, you know, who i met through so in in, in on in my uh, uh, mobile phone a whole lot of friends that i've met uh, at one point your name is there even my friend abhijit bhaduri it has oh, got you know and 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 it goes like this abhijit bhaduri vasu emmanuel you know it's like that so through emmanuel i met vasu through vasu i met so it's and for me what is interesting is that it it makes me when i when i look at those when i look at those um uh, contacts and the names it it allows me to see and relive those moments as to where we met and they may never come come up in conversations but each time i look at that phone i want to call that person that entire story comes up yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah the leela palace comes up it was very gracious of raja to host us same yeah. time and as you going away you know you 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 talk me how to take selfies and you know and uh, raja also there then he shares it with my classmates with our classmates and other people <laughs> Also, the interesting thing you have found is uh, in work when you have friends and you need to get work done as well. Uh, kind of say, "Hey, I'm going to another town or going elsewhere." Then, can you connect? And sometimes it's just that social contact makes the life a little more easy. You got a power of positive reference, and uh, so so that that's something amazing. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, so we are able to do more. I think. Yeah. So, more. just just a question. Just a question. What would the difference? Is there a difference between networking and friendships? Is it the same? Is it different? See, I think networking is a nice word given this day. Hmm. I think the most important aspect, Ashish, mm. is not to have any agenda or motive, right? And uh, you know, I mean, we are friends because we, we like each other. Yeah. Just not like in Hindi, there is no meaning to it. You know, I I, so, I love a term. Uh, I mean, it's I call it yuhi. Yeah, <laughs> yuhi. So, so sometimes now they're kind of looking at networking the way it's it's seen mm. that okay okay let's let's introduce me to so and so and so on and so forth uh, that's fine I would be very happy to do that sure. but I think it was not having agendas but when there is a situation people will help people support I think. Yeah. Yeah. So so is there a for in networking whereas in friendship there's no for? We can say that we can say because the way it's kind of branded and social capital and networking it comes that a friendship is just we can just like like when you're in Pune We just go to that Bohemian cafe and we get lab, right? And we have a chai. Do you, do you do remember? Do you remember? I mean, do you remember the time that we used to go out and have coffee or chai somewhere? Do you remember that time there used to be traffic? We used to drive to another city. Yeah, <laughs> it's another age, my friend. Yeah. Hmm? So I, I mean, I'm I'm just wondering. I mean, just coming back to a completely different thing. one of the things that has struck me in this period is that i had i had quite a few false notions about myself about things that i could and i things that i could not do things that would drive me mad you know like we say we drive me mad so do you have any of those things that you have disrupted for yourself because i i don't think after probably second standard ever i would have remained at home for so long in my life and <laughs> No, I, I think uh, seriously speaking, I think uh, there are people dying 
and it is so serious. So I don't wish to take a risk for for me and for my loved ones and the people who look to me. So that's one side. So therefore, I cannot beat it down. But the interesting thing, if you see on my Twitter also, I said, "What value can you unlock in the lockdown?" And that's been the situation. So, and by nature, again, like you, uh, I, I don't follow a routine as such, and and uh, so I, I'm not one of those. 6am person and you know that kind of thing. you are of course uh, but uh, so but there's a lot to do uh, a lot to do and then whenever you are in a position where you have to do something people are dependent on you there's responsibility ashish so right now yeah there's a lot to do and because we need to get it done so that is keeping me very busy uh, but otherwise uh, so i'm happy because i'm able to also forget the commute i am not doing any travels but you see this kind of medium is also helping us to have better quality interactions sure in private ashish we've had something like about 8 to 9 zoom calls with my brothers and their families over the last two months and uh, what's happened is uh, i think it was nasa's idea that why don't we not just say hello how are you and learn something so so everyone is taking some sessions so my my sister in law was a lawyer she did a session on mediation techniques my brother in delhi has done a fund with maths my doctor did a program on uh, mental health and nas would be doing something on uh, you know something on gut health as well so 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 when we are learning things we coming together we are we kind of interacting i don't see there's much of a limitation uh, but yes you really look at it you can do much more but perhaps we're cutting off all the fat we're cutting all the waste and exactly. focusing on the core we're focusing on the core as i i love i love that you know i love that thing that you shared the other day about that gift i'd like to share that once again that was and somebody said thank you Ah, <laughs> it, it was an amazing story for me. Yeah. So I think uh, one of the things, uh, you know, as an ethos, Nas uh, Nasreen is my wife, for the benefit of viewers, and uh, so she doesn't like to waste food. And uh, so one of these days, uh, there was some food. This, this happened about almost about eighteen, nineteen years ago, and uh, so there was some extra food. Which was not consumed. Uh, a little roti and some vegetable, two small packets. And then we went out in the car on an errand, and we looked for someone to give it away. We couldn't find. Then we were almost home, and then we found that near our home where we were living at that time, there were level crossings. We had level crossings where you know the train used to pass by, and we had to wait. Uh, nowadays you have flyovers. Uh, then uh, there was a lady, a couple. Uh, who you know we saw this pester for some arms and stuff like that. Uh, so I I called her and said come here. And then I kind of uh, said please uh, there's some food for you. I was also feeling sheepish because it's not nothing much just old food. And uh, she took the packet from my hand carefully, quietly. And even before it went into her hand. He said, "Thank you so much, sir. Thank you so much. God bless you." Ashish, this happened 18 years ago. I am thinking, I received much more than what I have given her. Just her attitude of gratitude makes me think, "Oh my God, she has not even seen what is there, and the way she has blessed me, and that's remained with me all my life." what all do we want to test before we want to say thank you <laughs> you know uh, for me for me in a slightly different context if i may share uh, again coming back to people uh, you know we say that so i now know you over a period of time and now we have built a trust now i began to trust you and so it takes time to to have trust 
And now over a period of time, I respect you. You've earned the respect. I mean, I have somehow felt how will it be if we can begin with trust and begin with respect and begin with love because and and not just saying like like a thing in lip service to these terms, but really getting after how much time will I be able to trust you? After how much time will I be able to respect you? After what do I see in your package? Will I be able to say thank you for giving me this that now I have tested and it's worked. And it's been one year and still it's working. So now I can say thank you. So, you know, when you narrated this story to me, you know what, what I heard, I heard at that moment that the thank you was for that moment. Okay. And it, it would have no answer if, if you were even asked that so why did you thank so did you know what that is so so why is no is this i'm thank you thank you for thank you for your and i will find out or not find out what is that and she might at that point go away forever you may go away forever or i may go away forever but that moment has has come and and you know as i've discovered through life as i've you know, and, and I'm saying discovered through life is that for me, each day, I mean, is such an interesting new one. I am, I'm too much of a hurry to find out what this moment has given me before I'm grateful to it. Because I may not remember to come back to the value that this moment given me, but I know that since this moment has happened, you know, the, 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 the the stuff that I've done in my life, the travels that I've done, the people that I've met, I'll probably never, ever get to meet them again. Yes. But the, the stuff that they've left me with, if I did not thank them at that moment, I would never, ever get the opportunity to. Yes. Yes. I think there is a lot of goodwill in the world. And let me give you another little anecdote, uh, you know, I was part of the youth fellowship in church, and uh, we thought, uh, let's, let's, uh, for some activities, we wanted to make a little money or, or we wanted for some social activity. We said, let's sell coffee and, uh, you know, do that. After the service, then people will come. Hmm. And then I had some pocket money from my parents, and I told the other members, I will, I will hmm. put the money first. It was about 20, about what, what, 10 rupees or 5 rupees or, or something like that. I can't recollect. It's late 70s. Right? Then they said, how much do we price it? That's that's the first question. And I said, we will not price it. I said, you know, we're very surprised. He was about an 18-year-old, 19-year-old saying, we will not price it. Then they said, why? So I said, tell them we want fellowship. By the way, you want to defray the cost of coffee. There's a box here, you can do something. And guess what, Ashish? People surprised us with their generosity. Then I realized very early in life, there is goodwill and people are good. And I think that's that's something for us to discover. And perhaps, you know, experience like these help us look at it. And, and it's interesting, like, for example, this is this is turning gratitude the other way around. So at one end is uh, we want to be in gratitude, and also something which is at play is that expecting gratitude. And uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I, I kind of enjoy having a conversation called uh, you know double standards. And uh, there's an interesting set of double standards that you know, I kind of play with in my mind, and I chat with people. Is that imagine? If you can have double standards that you can be in gratitude, the difficult one is that and not expect the world to be in gratitude of what you and who you are, you know, not expect it. Uh, now, why, why have I ever come to this is that consider, you know, 
you know, and, and when, I, when, I, when I look at it, and I'll be open with you on this. One of the reasons, and you know, I, I, I keep engaging in this question, so I'll ask you also. You know, when we talk of gratitude and we say so many things about how important gratitude is, that, and then I see a child, child who's, who's such, such the purest form of life, you know, the child who just, you know, does, or does this, or do whatever, like pick up something, do something, break something, walk something, just do anything. And that sweetest, kindest child naturally never thanks you. You know, till a parent says, thank uncle, come on, thank. And then the child says, thank you. And then you say, well, well nice child. You know, So as if thanks, you know, that the child is made to say thanks. And I'm just, I'm being the devil's advocate on this. Yeah. I, I want to share something. I mean, you know what I've realized? And it's a dangerous conversation, but I'm, I'll, I'll dare to have it with you. Consider for a moment, dear friend, that the reason that we as adults, we need an overdrive of gratitude is that actually we are all hurt. We have really been, we have injured ourselves with our expectations. And as we have traversed through life, done whatever that we have done, we have been filled with expectations and we have been filled with so many instances when our expectations haven't been met and we've been damaged and we've been we've been scarred and since we are scarred we need the balm we need the salve and that's why if you just look at it the salve that we are looking for is saying that can you be grateful for what you have because in that pristine self the child is so complete with that moment but we, since we carry a whole lot of our past into each moment, since we are expecting, expecting a return, and since we don't get it, that's when we are taught. And that's when we actually also practice saying that, all right, I'll not be upset. I'll just be grateful for what I have. And, 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 and this is a complete counter thing, but I don't know. I wanted to share this with you. It's a, it's a, it's a the place where I am in that if I'm if I'm truly if I'm truly unaffected yeah. like a child then I'll just be in respect for what is there. A couple of things you you, you mentioned. Let me they, they know respond and also ask you a few uh, thoughts around it. Uh, but first and foremost, I have some views around the child. Uh, situation. And I find it very amusing when parents uh, tell children, uh, say thank you, say hello, kind of thing. And uh, a couple of things what Nazreen and I did, uh, if I may just share. We, we started speaking to Esther and Rakshan uh, in full sentences, even when they were babies of one month. And we used to explain things to them and tell them what to do. And for the first five, six years of their life, there were no norms in there. There were no norms in the sense, you see, what are the norms? You can't tell people, don't do this, do this. And you know, so we kind of said, Bindas, do what you want. The only thing is safety was important. So there were no sharp objects, no electricity uh, connections and glassware and stuff like that. And, and so they did it. And so once I remember about a three-year-old Esther, when she broke a cup, she said, Daddy, I broke a cup. <laughs> I broke it. <laughs> well, she cut her finger, so she said, Oh, there's something here coming out, she told her mom. So, so that's one thing. I think as adults, whose responsibility is to socialize? Do we, when you meet a child, say, Good morning, child? We mm. don't. We expect the child to do. But when the child has not been socialized, mm. how is that possible? I'm a little surprised at the way it's done. You know, someone who is two years has no experience in this, is not expected to behave like an adult. For me, that, that's a terrible thing. So, so 
so with therefore i will just leave the child part to where it is and say it's unconditional it is be so it's okay right so so just a a counter view sure so the situation of the hurt part of it i think that is there many people have but then you know you look at the role you play as well you know like i met you once in the that sahara sa hotel early in 2013 or something we go to the washroom and you thank the person we meet the bell boy you thank him the security person then i said what's happening you know you're supposed to talk actually and here you are saying you know and you bring it spontaneously generously then you said my universe has been very kind to me so i think it is which side of the knife you want to hold by the handle or the blade sometimes we tend to hold the knife by the blade and we get ourselves caught but you hold it with the handle it's a fantastic instrument i i think that's a perspective i want to be what do you make yeah. of it what do you make of it and and i will be i will be laughing or not fair to say if i have not been heard sure Sure, it have not had difficulties. Yes, there have been, but yeah, but how do you handle it? Is the situation what you make of it? And 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 how do you handle hurt? Oh, many times. So then I I see. And my question and my question is, you know, is like, how do you handle it? Do you prevent? getting hurt or do you handle it when you are hurt see i think how have you evolved i i would like to uh, distinguish it in two three areas first and foremost when you are a cause of it then you know you need to be mindful of it got it right so so sometimes just ego arrogance will kind of you know you can hurt others you can hurt yourself so you got to be mindful of it and then sometimes you get a knock on your knuckles so that i think is one aspect the second part is when yes huh? and and you know you kind of just hurriedly went through it but there lies amazing amount of working on yourself for you to get that you are the cause of that first instance you know what you just spoke of so it kind of going beyond the role of blame Yeah. taking putting yourself so i got that so yeah i just so, wanted to yeah. I, i think we need to reflect a little bit so sure we are so obsessed and possessed with some object or idea that uh, and the ego comes in so so you know it comes a bit of a chat especially if you are the cause of it. second thing is of course it can be something unfair something unjust it will hurt you uh, but again you know you got to let it pass you got to see what is it and perhaps a little more listening understanding can be there and i've been amazed in life and i learned this also early in life you know um we had a very uh, difficult uh, long term negotiation with the union it went on for about 8 9 months this was i was about 33 or so and uh, then we for well, the whole week we negotiated right and then um then the, the last day it was an overnight negotiation and then towards the end we came to inking it then i had some points which were on principle i prevented my md at that time from signing the document so i said well we have to ascertain certain things only that it can happen So is it okay to me the union leader who was at that time was older to my father was very offended but somehow he stopped it because 6:30 in the morning uh, we going back we stop at a wayside uh, tea shop you know having tea and that is when he pounced on me and abused me he shouted all kinds of things against me in the open space 
And you know, two things hurt me. One was, of course, the union leader, of course, being nasty to you and saying things to you. The second thing which hurt me more was none of my colleagues or my boss said anything in defense. Okay, I let it pass. Felt bad about it. Then, after a while, I had to, you know, I had another opportunity. I changed cities uh, in that role. I'd done that work there, everything went well, changed cities. And then I went to, to another city. Two months later, I get a, uh, I, 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 I get a letter from the union leader. And he tells me, listen, I know you'll be shocked to get a letter from me. Right? I said, ah, yes, of course. Then he says, you know, my doctor lives in Bangalore and she's doing her post-graduation studies. I want you to be her local guardian. I trust you. Then the story doesn't end there. A few years later, he had to come again to Bangalore about 10 years later. Uh, so Nas was there. Then I asked her, there's no place for her, for it to stay. He said, give me some place to stay. Then she said, he can stay at our home. Naz opened the home, our home to him. So he stayed there for two days. Then he told her, that you know, your husband and I had the most bitterest of relationships. He was happy for us. He says, I know marriages are made in heaven. But I think friendships also are made in heaven. This is about 20 plus years ago, actually. And for me, that Mr. Amodakram, God bless his soul now, uh, he taught me that the humility, you may take a point of view, make a difference of you, you may hurt, but where it matters, you kind of come back. He taught me a nice lesson. So I don't think I can afford to hold on to things too long. So I was, uh, uh, a couple of things just come to my mind. So one, one thing which I'm getting is that, suppose if we say hurt, and I'm just thinking aloud at this point, suppose if we are saying hurt, then we are looking at a microcosm of time. And in this microcosm of time, there is a certain decision that we have taken about that thing. And I'm just wondering that, so it's a, it's a very interesting, uh, I'm just trying to, you could, I just heard, I'll just share one of these stories from this 101 Zen stories. And it said that there was this, a poor Zen master who used to live in a village and he was a young person and then one day uh, a girl in the uh, village fell pregnant and the parents and she was unmarried and the parents asked who's the child who's the father of the child and she at first she she didn't um, reply and then just as the child was born she said that it is the Zen master so so the people, you know, they very angry. They took the child and, you know, God gave it to the Zen master and said that we had such respect for you and you did this to us. Now you take care of this child. And just to let you know, this village is not going to give you any arms. So Zen master looked at and took the child and said, is that so? And then took care of the child and used to travel and beg for arms and take care of the child. A year later or sometime later, the, the lady broke down again and she said that, no, I lied. He's not the father. The father is another person. And I didn't dare to say because you would have hurt that person. Now the villagers were flabbergasted. They went down to the Zen master. They fell at his feet, begged for forgiveness. Said that how wrong we were to do this. And, you know, we kind of completely... Uh, we abused you that night. We are so very sorry. And the Zen master returned the child saying, Is that so? 
and for me uh, now it still is a story because when i deal with hurt i mean even though i know the story and i know many such instances i have a feeling that somewhere for me hurt comes from how wrong somebody else is that how wronged i have been and somehow we want a result if if, if four people stand next to us and say no you are right we feel better but imagine in, in the larger game of life the larger sense of life how many people got beheaded because their belief was was considered blasphemous beat about the earth being flat or the sun moving around the earth anything from science to belief to anything imagine imagine how how much we want to be proven right yeah and when that isn't happening hurt comes up that's it and i'm i'm just imagining this so so i'm 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 walking this path and i i i speak often with you uh because you light up many parts of me uh which are which i want to own but are dark at times and one one thing one thought of yours stays with me it says and when you said that when after everything there is prayer yes yes <laughs> so somehow i felt that you know you want to control so many things in life and you want to control the destiny of that moment you know yeah. the destiny of that moment that you know the truth shall prevail truth shall prevail this way truth shall prevail when the when the evil be, is beaten at this moment only then shall truth prevail and then we get that truth or whatever we call truth yeah uh, you know even when we say shall prevail is is our interpretation of it i i think there is that uh, i mean i i i'm i'm a firm believer of god and i think god also not put his people to shame and uh, truth will prevail that's that's been my experience in many many things hmm. so what are the things which are hurting you actually so 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 one thing very clearly is uh so one of the things that does hurt me is there is a particular way that i look at relationships and i have a certain ask from relationships for example let, let me tell you more specific i don't like casual relationships and <laughs> that me not liking casual relationships is also like a like a, so i um, so i engage familiarly i don't engage with just yeah. hey how are you yeah. very soon my so as you know that the moment we met and, and just in a few That's days right. and sometime we knew who naz is you knew who pilu is you know who mogli is and we knew who esther yeah. is affection is and you know for me yeah. uh it, i just enjoy familial uh, gatherings i i do not i do not personally enjoy having friends who do not know my family yeah and <clears throat> because i invest i invest in friendships i really invest i really enjoy i i don't casually meet people yeah so i love to know something more about them and uh just be there and listen in and and for me that's across friendships that's something and and so what hurts me if i may tell you is that um when suddenly friendships go into the realm of <clears throat> professional um uh, needs when in front of me i see <clears throat> uh the human being the the taste of the human being alter and <clears throat> again it's my <clears throat> again i'm at the source of it having said so i yeah. still i still i still love it you see i i my my ideal is my father 
a father who right, had right. seen many things and I'd, I'd seen him being all right. And I recently made a video called It's All Right. And that It's All Right is my father's term. It's All Right. And I'm trying to be even It's All Right with this. Yeah. And if I may tell you that uh, uh, my zone of... Yeah. Can I even accept people... Uh, who want something else out of life. And so for me at this point, so for me at this point, if I may just tell you, I let such people go. Because in my ecosystem, I I really want to fill it with people who, uh, who are doing more with their lives, not just for themselves, but for others. And uh, I I follow such people. I, I, I'm drawn to them. Uh, I'm a... I'm an avid learner and uh, you know, people like you, people, people who are there in service of others, they really inspire me. They make me feel that I have scope of being bigger than who I am at this moment, bigger as a human being. And uh, in a way also, if I may tell you, the hurt makes me keep moving, makes okay. me keep being restless. I'm the antithesis of your calmness, Emmy. <laughs> I keep sharing that with you, don't I? So may, may I just respond to that. And and you gave a beautiful story of Zen master as well. And uh, for me, I've seen all of us are in the uh, work in progress mode. We've not arrived yet. Even maybe be seventy, we've not yet arrived. So, there's this whole process of being and becoming. Sometimes we are upset with the being and there is this opportunity to look at the becoming part. The other thing, coming down, you know... Uh, can you just repeat that one? I said, everyone, everyone, you know, we are upset with the being, but they are also in the process of becoming. Right? So, coming down to about... 2000 feet. I, I think, you know, since we are work in progress, we are not able to, sometimes the lines between personal and professional are blurred. We don't know how to handle those, handle those dilemmas. Mm. So it takes a little while, Ashish. My, my point of view is perhaps be a little patient because there's an inherent goodness with which you were first attracted to that human being. That's 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 the point of view. Maybe carry a little longer, mm. and then always, you know, the, uh, the I, I remember another dear friend quote Soren Kierkegaard, he's a, a Norwegian philosopher. He says, "A life is understood backwards, but it must be lived forwards." Ooh. Oh God! <laughs> Life is understood backwards, but it has to be lived forward. Ooh, Emmy! <laughs> Imagine if you can live it with hindsight, Emmy! <laughs> wow! Wow! So let me go back again to the hurt part of it, and perhaps uh, so we talked of you know two kinds of hurts, but there's a third kind of a hurt which is beyond your circumstance. Like, for example, losing a job. I've done whatever it is. That's also okay. But sometimes, you know, you could also have other situations. And then how do you handle those hurts is, is a critical thing. You know, I've been through some situations like that. And uh, then I realized, hey, I'm alive. I have an opportunity. I have to repurpose my life, right? And uh, so, and I wish that nobody goes to such situations. And then for me, the whole thing has been the power of rebuilding, Ashish. Rebuilding. Sure. Rebuilding. So, 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 so that's been something uh, what I have seen and discovered. And I cherish that. And perhaps, you know, when vanity and ego comes to play, uh, that reality kind of brings me back and anchors me and says, hey, you know, there was a context, be careful, be on guard, 
that's the situation so so very very interesting you know a couple of things one is that so vanity and ego will really always come in the way of rebuilding i think so yeah i i, I get that completely and imagine when you get the size of your visiting card and the size of your car and all that thing gives you a certain kick and it all so another very interesting thing that you shared and i kind of i'm i'm kind of resonating with it and i'm just kind of bringing it out and very recently i had a communication with somebody and um so i was in so i so i love to communicate with a lot of people but i don't end up even before the lockdown happened i i do not end up meeting a lot of people because you know i i love to communicate and i love to converse with people and a lot of people send me messages and i make sure that i reply to them and a lot many of them say that you know they would love to you know just have a tete tete with me and i love meeting people but then i don't meet, i can't end up meeting a lot of people so i don't i don't kind of put a wall around me i will communicate but and and a very dear human being was upset with me and i and i get that upset and and one thing which i shared at that moment which i felt very dearly is that when we are angry with anyone it's very difficult to get over anger yeah but what is possible for us to we should just think of why we first were in love with that human being and i mean love you know love need not be you know just i mean really being in love and like imagine if you if if you have even taken that job and now you're upset with that job how will it be if you can just remember the reason right. what you felt when you got that job do you remember that first program that i did yeah, with that one yes Yeah, that was astonishing. This four years back, I mean, it was like a, f- a few you know, months. What ago. I liked was, uh, you know, you, you, you. I think being a film personality, uh, we had about six meetings before you went into that session, and you were asking me so many questions. You met with different people, but the delivery that day was uh, was fantastic. Then I realized how important. practice is for you how important excellence is for you you know yeah. you went and did a lot of research so for me that was amazing and i i i i hold it dear to my heart that here's a person like given uh, some assignment uh, or 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 a, you know to speak to people uh, who does so much of hard work does so much of background work i remember even in tmtc you had come over and spoke to civil servants and you put a rope <laughs> and a ball in and uh, you know in the garden did in the garden that after yes. the connect yeah. but then you made it special for them and memorable so that the re- learning is reinforced i like that assiduousness ajish if i were to say assiduous ajish <laughs> thank you so <laughs> so i mean you know the point that i was and just want to so you know each of us have something amazing associated with the first memory why we went in for something so there are days yeah, that i'm yeah, really upset yeah. with my work yeah. really upset with people and what you brought back at this moment is that thought that if we can recall that moment that moment of happiness that that person that job that scenario first gave you yes and, and and somehow and and there is you know another very interesting thing that alec padamsi wrote in his book and i i kind of remember that instance he says that whenever i have hire someone i i take a piece of paper and write down why i have hired that person and okay. then and then put it put it in a drawer some years later when i'm upset with that person because that person is just not delivering i open the drawer and check why did i hire him in the first place you know so something like that and not just in the context of hiring right right you know, there, is, there is something simple or, or, or in hindi oh, we I say that formal tan cheez hai which is that which is that which is that soft which is that that gentle in that person which you loved when you first met which what is that amazing experience that that job that experience first gave you 
and and trust me i mean as i as i go through my as i go through my life and as i go through each day on these events that i do or the performances that i uh, you know give as an actor one of the things that really drives me is that i never ever forget that moment of my hunger that i wanted something and what you right. just got back in this conversation to me is that imagine that if in in that moment of of that bad experience that bad experience that yeah. we have one way to help us get over it is to remember and remind ourselves of what was precious what were the precious moments in that relationship what were the precious moments in in that and therefore uh, we are not left upset with the time spent we may move we may move on but we will not be in repentance we will not be in rejection of 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 the time spent and and i think that that goes a long way in allowing us to uh, say that no yaar i did that was a mistake yaar that job was a mistake yaar that relationship was a mistake yaar because i am very clear you've seen life emi and i you know there'll be a another conversation a longer conversation when we go into it but you and i know that we are not without each of those horrible experiences each of those wonderful experiences are yes. a part of us and uh yeah that's it right. i think we need to be live more purposeful life rush when we are harboring thoughts of hurt and you know envy then you know we we miss out the moment as you said so perhaps uh, it's important that each of us to kind of define our purpose and see if we can leave this world a more happier place you know and people touched you know i think that, that that i think makes a difference there's so much to do and uh, you know we have an opportunity to do. since we are here we have only one life and yeah beautiful and you know just i just just came out. so uh, one uh, my young colleague divya sane divya yes. today we as a, as a group when we gathered and we meet over zoom twice a day thrice a day and we're just chatting about things and and i was sharing that you know one of the things that i discovered for myself is that as long as i keep looking at myself and the pain that i have and the upset that i have life doesn't look very good but the moment i start looking at others and i see yeah. that you know what is happening in the world and you really get you know where you are and you shared a she shared a beautiful image and i want to you know share this image you know it just came back to me so it's a bit like you know you say that that man in the mirror and you look at the mirror and she says how will it be if that mirror turns into a glass and you're not uh, looking at yourself but you're looking at the world right what a beautiful what yeah. a beautiful so then we move on from ourselves to the other let's just see i mean uh So I'm just just looking at. So Vedehi uh, Raj is just mentioning that it gives a magical power when you feel bigger in someone's company. Yeah, and th- that that's that's so true. You know, I mean, just even as we're completing this conversation, we've we've going to an hour already. Yeah. Uh, is that haven't you felt? I mean, I'm just checking with you. You know when you when I'm truly around giants I don't feel like a dwarf. Yes. I feel that I feel they create I create an opportunity they create they create a gap for me to fulfill. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So I I, I can recollect that uh, you know uh, uh, earlier this year there's a professor Clayton Christensen pastor and uh, i met him in 2016 at the harvard university he was walking down the road i recognized him and i said sir is it professor christensen he said yes then he just spoke for a few minutes and then i said sir can i have a photograph with you and you know if you see him he's over 6 feet 4 or so and a real giant and he's written that amazing article how will you measure your life uh, which harvard made it free for everyone and it's an amazing article and you know here i am 
thank you everybody a lot of messages and what we'll do emmy is that we'll just go in and uh yasmin from iraq there are a lot of people from all different places i hear punima george is there sunil is there oh lovely uh, devasmita kala kala sridhar a lot of people are there we'll just go in and thank them and we'll reply to their comments emmy i think we should in fact uh, i must tell you there's a uh, a gentleman mr vijay rao uh, he had another program Mm-hmm. and then when he heard about this discussion on zindagi uh, so they they altered their timing so that they can listen in and grateful to vijay is a senior uh, former director of tmtc uh, wow. and grateful for his uh, you know uh, giving us this consideration as well thank you so much appreciate it and milte hain thank you so much appreciate it thank you thank you thank you thank you ami thanks a lot lots of love